You are now listening to the following program on the Mixed Kill Media Network. In a world that seems upside down, there is a man who uses his opinion as a weapon. Ladies and gentlemen, Kevin McTaggart is this man. And this is the McTaggart Attack Podcast. Let's go. Hello and welcome to the McTaggart Attack Podcast. I'm Kevin McTaggart. This is episode 36, I think. I'm going to stop counting at some point. Seriously, it's getting annoying. I keep forgetting what the goddamn numbers are. (laughs) But I have to remember it. It's always a thing that I have to remember what the fucking numbers are. That's annoying as hell. Um, let's see. I am currently recording from a Cinemagic movie theater. Cinemagic movie theater. I'm uh, in Merrimack, New Hampshire, actually. I decided to show up here last minute. I have to work today. It's Friday. I'm recording this. I have to work. My plan, my plan originally was to play some golf, play some golf after, uh, after work today, but when I packed up my stuff, I, uh, I forgot an essential item before I went to work, I forgot shorts to wear, because I'm not going to play golf in blue jeans, I'm not one of those assholes that likes to play golf in blue jeans, alright, it's just not the way I fucking roll, right, you can go ahead and play golf in blue jeans, but I am not one of those goddamn people that's gonna wear, that's gonna play golf in blue jeans. It's just not how I do things. Okay, let's be clear about that. So I decided to go home after work to pick, to switch into shorts. But on the way home after work, I'm like, you know, I, my plan was to play golf after work and then go to the movies. So I'm like, eh, forget golf. I'm gonna go just go to the movies instead. So I decided to drive down, and my original plan was to uh <laughs> I always have an original plan and the original plan never fucking happens. Um my original plan was to uh, go to the Hooksit Cinematic but that was playing at uh that I wanted to go see Planet Planet of the Apes, the plan, the new Planet of the Apes movie. War of Planet of the Apes or whatever the fuck it's called. Um and uh I chose but before I left town, I wanted to stop at Starbucks because, well, earlier in the day, earlier in the day, I wanted um, a milkshake at McDonald's for lunch, a chocolate milkshake. And I went into the drive through line at McDonald's and um, I ordered my food and I, then I said, like, a chocolate milkshake and said for my drink. And they're like, we're out of chocolate. So I'm like, my car is already in the middle of the goddamn drive-through line. I can, I just can't say, well, cancel that fucking order. I'm leaving. I can't just leave. So I'm like, I'll have a root beer instead. Fine, whatever. Fine, whatever. Um. So yeah, I had, I had that, right? Um. So like, I had a craving for like a chocolate something. So I'm like, before I left town, I stopped at Starbucks. And um, I got a venti uh, mint chocolate culotta frappuccino. Don't fucking judge me. 
It was delicious. Sugar-filled, probably rotting my teeth even more than they're already rotted, so fuck it. Who cares? Um, so yeah. So like I got that, and it was like 5.30 at that point, and I'm like, by the time I get to Hooks It, the movie wouldn't have even had would just be starting, so I'm like, I saw that there was an 8 o'clock at the Merrimack Cinemagic, so I'm like, okay, well, I'll go to Merrimack. And so I'm here at Merrimack, bought my ticket, and now I'm just roaming around the back parking lot of the theater, just uh, talking into my phone, so it doesn't look weird. Nobody else is around, I don't think, so I can be a little bit louder, so that's cool. I think you might be able to hear, like, the traffic because it's like right near route three so like whatever it's fine um so yeah i uh yeah waiting now to go see the new planet of the apes movie um i'll probably record half the podcast before it and then i'll record half the podcast after it because that's how it works Maybe we'll see. We'll see what time it is. It's currently 7.21 right now, so I still have some time. Um, I think I'll go in there probably like 7.40. I might record the whole goddamn thing. I don't know. I have to... We'll see. Um, what else? Was that all I was going to do for like the intro type shit? I don't know. I've got nothing planned right now. Just wandering aimlessly behind the movie theater. It doesn't look creepy at all. I mean, there is parking back here. You can park back here. This is good to know. If I ever want to bury a body, I know where to do it. It's behind the Merrimack Cinematic. Not that I would ever kill someone. I mean, I don't think I would. But we'll see. Um, it's quiet over here. Let me move over here. Yeah, it's cool. Alright. Let's see. Um... What's going on? I don't know. Pissing me off. Um, O.J. Simpson. That's right. O.J. Simpson. That happened this week. Uh, O.J. Simpson is going to get paroled. Uh, I tweeted this thought out before the hearing that, like, before the result of the hearing. Like, what if... I I, I hope that O.J. And this still holds true. I hope that O.J. will uh, go out... And uh, try to finally find the real killers. Maybe, maybe he'll have some time. Maybe he got some leads in prison about who the real killers might be. You know, so maybe he'll be able to go out and find the real killers. That should that should be good. What he should really do is like join forces with um, John Benet Ramsey's brother, and then they can team up and try to find the real killers. Of uh, John Benet Ramsey and Nicole Simpson and Ron Goldman, right? I still remember those names. It's crazy. The Goldmans—they've got to be pissed that OJ is going to get out of prison. I mean, I granted OJ is not in prison for the murders, but karma had a lot to do with him being in prison. Karma from the first trial had a lot, I think, to do with him being in prison. Um, and you might want to ask, if, you probably already know my, my answer to this. Yes, I do think he killed those people. Okay. First of all, watch the OJ documentary, the 30, the, the OJ Made in America, or 
the ESPN 30 for 30 that they did, that, that was amazing. And he definitely did it. Especially when his best friend, who is the cop, you know, stopped being friends with him after he realized that he killed Nicole. So yeah, that's that's a thing. So yeah, I'm I'm yeah. We'll see. I'm curious to see what OJ does now in October when he gets out of prison. I'm guessing reality show. Like everybody, everybody seems to think he'll be doing a reality show. You know what they should do? I just thought about this. Maybe he should go work for the Buffalo Bills. I'm sure the NFL would hire him in some capacity, right? Some NFL team would hire him, and I mean he's had a lot of lots of time to plan and figure out what the fuck to say, you know, while he's in prison and work on football and stuff, yeah, he should, he should work for the Bills, you know, his former team, finally, finally bring some respectability to the Bills, the Buffalo Bills, that's a terrible suggestion, that's a terrible suggestion, I shouldn't have, let's see, what the fuck else has happened, um, I don't know, uh, Sad-ish news. Well, it's very sad news. It's very sad news about John McCain. Um, has a brain tumor. He, I guess he, he's going to need chemotherapy. That's too bad. I mean, yes, he's a Republican. But I always liked him and his opinions. I didn't always agree with him. But, like, he was very... Yeah, I, I'm talking like he's dead. But he's not dead. So, fuck it. But, yeah. I hope he pulls through. I'm sure he will. He's he doesn't seem to give up, so we'll see. And he's a war hero, despite what Donald Trump says. So Donald Trump can go fuck himself. That is the Donald Trump reference for this week's podcast. There may be more. I'm not really sure what the fuck I'm going to talk about today. But yeah, but yeah, I hope. Like, here's the thing with John McCain. Like, I almost voted for him for president back in 2008. When he was facing Obama. But then. He picked his running mate. And I'm like. Oh so. Obama looks like a lot better choice now. <laughs> That's basically it. Like, And yeah. Just. Sarah Palin. Sarah Palin. Sealed the 2008 election for me. I knew who I was going to vote for. But sir, And I'm not dissing Sarah Palin because she's a woman. That has nothing to do with the fact that I just think she's a fucking moron, idiotic conservative asshole. I didn't mean to say conservative. She's just a moron. It's just fucking... I can see you actually through my ears. Shut the fuck up. It's ridiculous. Um... Let's see... <sighs> you know, recording a podcast for a movie is a pretty good time waster, I think. should do this more often. Or, yeah, who knows? We'll see. Um, what the fuck else do I want to talk about? Hmm. Don't really... Uh, okay. Let's see. Hmm. I don't know. What the fuck else is bothering me? I'm not sure. It's... I'm not sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember what I what I was going to talk about. Um, And it's taken me three hours to figure it out. Because now, the movie's over. 
And I will give my review shortly, but I have other things that I need to talk about first. Like, for one thing I wanted to talk about, like, I mentioned uh, uh, McDonald's earlier and how they pissed me off. Well, Thursday, Thursday was interesting because I went to Wendy's for lunch. The Wendy's in West Lebanon, New Hampshire, always seems to be an adventure. It never ceases to to amaze me. The stupidity that goes on there every time I go. It's just fucking ridiculous. Like, um... Let's see. Today. Thursday, for example. Like, I went there for lunch. Just to stop there for lunch and then head back to work. You know, and I order my food... My order came to $8.06. So, I gave the cashier $10. And he's ringing it up. And then I'm like, hey, wait. I have change, you know, for the $0.06. So I can get, like... So I don't get, like, $1.94 back. You know, I can get, like, something else back. I can get, like, $2 something. If I give him the quarter, $2.19 back if I give him the quarter, right? So I give him my quarter, and the look of confusion on his face spoke volumes. The dude had absolutely no idea what the fuck to do in this situation. He didn't know. He couldn't, he simply couldn't, he just, he usually he probably is so goddamn used to doing what, like, the computer tells him to do that like he didn't know how to add a dollar ninety four plus twenty five he didn't know what that was apparently he couldn't figure that out and I th- he ended up just giving me the dollar and ninety four cents back like it cost me a quarter for his his stupidity cost me a quarter and perhaps perhaps it was my stupidity really thinking he could figure this situation out boy was i wrong jesus christ dear god last time i that is the last time i expect someone at Wendy's to use their brain is so crazy. It's insane. So, like, I, I felt like, yeah, my penalty for having to cause that situation caused 25 cents. So, I was like, uh, like I could see that he was giving me back a dollar and 94 cents. And I was gonna correct him, but I had to get back to work, and I didn't want to be late, because I had to tell the... Why were you late from lunch, Kevin? Because I had to tell the Wendy's cashier, I had to teach him math. No, I didn't have time to to teach the cashier at Wendy's math. So, I just took the quarter penalty and went on my merry way. So, yeah, that was... That was a totally stupid fucking thing to deal with at uh, 
at Wendy's in West Lebanon. If you're a comedian listening to this podcast, you should seriously, if you're ever having writer's block, you should stop at the Wendy's in West Lebanon. They will never disappoint. They will always give you material to do. And it will, it will be great. It will be great. And severely aggravating at the same time. Fuck. So yeah. Wendy's. So. I just I just came from the movies. As I told you. And you'll get my movie review. Later. I, I'm saving it. I'm saving the movie review. For later in the podcast. But um. I went, I went to the Cinemagic. In Merrimack. And. I was confused at the at the cash register when I bought my tickets because I I was once again asked a question that I I didn't know the answer I didn't know what to do I didn't know what to do I fumbled my way through the situation as I normally do whenever I get asked this question like like I I went um. I went into the Cinemagic. I went and bought, you know, ordered my t- bought my ticket, and I'm like, hey, yes, I'd like one for War on the War for the Planet of the Apes or whatever the fuck it's called, the new Planet of Planet of the Apes movie, and and like the cashier asked me, okay, where would you like to sit? And I'm like, oh, this again. See, like. This is a, this is a brand new phenomenon in movies in stadium seating movies where you like you have to pick your seat before you go in the theater. Like it shows you all the empty seats and you have to pick one. I don't know. I, I prefer to like just get a ticket and sit wherever the fuck I want when I get in there. Decide when I get into the theater. Now I have to like decide before I go into the theater. I'm like it's so it's so ridiculous. I I don't know what to do in this situation. Um What the fuck am I doing? Um Yeah, I never know what the fuck to do in this situation. Sorry, I'm a little tired. I spaced out for a second. I'm not sure what the fuck that was. Anyway, yeah, I just like, I remember the first time I had to deal with this. I was down in Tampa, Florida. And, like, I went with my friend John Day to go see the Batman vs. Superman movie. And, like, I go up to the, the counter and I ask, I, I'd like one for Batman vs. Superman. Like, great, where would you like to sit? And I'm like, um, in the theater? And, like, no, no, you have to pick your seat. I'm like, what? For real? Okay. Just. I'm sure I'll get used to it sooner or later, but right now I'm just like, I don't want to pick my seat before I go in the theater. I want to pick it once I go in the theater. Why the fuck do I have to do it before the theater? Also, that shit costs more money to do that. I'm like, I don't want to pay $12 for a movie ticket. So fucking ridiculous. So fucking ridiculous. Um, 
yeah, just, just doesn't make sense. I'm in a parking lot. I'm in the parking lot at the rest area, and um, in New Hampshire, the one on ninety three, the big one, the big old famous one. Um, yeah, that one. Like, um, and I ran in, I just ran into, they're going to be mentioned on the podcast. I ran into, uh, Nicole Sisk and Kendall Farrell, comedians from, from the Burlington, Vermont area. They had just done a show in Boston. And, um, yeah, I ran into them just a few minutes ago and, yeah. So that was cool. I, I did not expect, I mean, I kind of expected them to see, to see them because I knew that they were, I didn't expect to see them. It didn't dawn on me, hey, I might run into them. But I did. It was fucking weird. Rattled me. Anyway, it was good to see them. And they seemed nice, they seemed happy to see me, which I've always thought that they that they hated me for some reason. I just assume everyone hates me. But I should just remember that nobody hates you more than you, Kevin. Always remember that. Yeah. I'm gonna talk about gonna talk about something else. Um oh yeah. My movie review of, uh, of, uh, War for the Planet of the Apes. I thought it was great. I thought the movie was great. I I liked it. It was a good, it was a great trilogy. It really, it was, it was a great way to end the, the, the trilogy. I felt like, like, the whole, these three movies are amazing. I highly encourage you watch the... Planet of the Apes movies. The new ones. Don't watch the, the old ones. I mean, you can watch the old ones because everybody likes to watch the old ones, but I mean, like, these ones... These ones... Never watch the Tim Burton one. That one completely sucked. This... These three movies are fantastic, and I, I love them. They're great. They're fantastic. Big fans. Big, big fans of those movies. So, yeah, it was a good movie. Yeah, that was my really big movie review. I liked it. I'm not that, I mean, I no, but, like, I thought as a film it was done well, just like the other two. I'm um, actually, like, Matt Reeves was the director again. I'm looking forward to see what he does with Batman. He can do whatever the fuck he wants with Batman, as far as I'm concerned. I, I, I have the, he, I have faith in him that he's going to do a good job, I think. Whatever he does with Batman, it's fine. He can do Ben Affleck and he can bring in somebody else. He can have it be Andy Serkis. As like a you know CGI Batman or something, I would trust him. Actually, an Andy Serkis Batman would actually probably it might, no, it would be good. But I mean, why would they even do that? It doesn't even fucking make sense. Yeah, that's kind of pointless there. But yeah, no, it was good. Um, yeah, so yeah, go see the new Planet of the Apes movie. I enjoyed it. You might, or you might not. I don't give a fuck. Um, let's see, what else? Oh, we need to do, uh, finish up with a few new segments. Well, the newest segment of the show is, uh, What's Pissing Me Off with the WWE? What is pissing me off with the WWE? Um, I watched Raw... Monday, and, oh, I know what pisses me off, I, so, like, they've been building up this stupid 
Kurt Angle's storyline for like months and there was like speculation as to what it would be was he gonna be was he and Stephanie McMahon gonna have like a love child together or some shit like that or some stupid ridiculous fucking bullshit um so yeah it was gonna be something like that and then like it turned out to be something kind of like that, but it was still relatively lame. It was so like Kurt Angle has a long lost son, and he's a WWE superstar, and it's Jason Jordan from American Alpha. I mean, everybody thought it was going to be Chad Gable, but then they say, "No, no, why would they want the short, scrawny little guy? No, you have to have the big guy be Kurt Angle's son." Did Kurt Angle have sex with a large black woman? Is is that what happened? I just... Like, he is not big. He is... Jason Jordan is much taller than him. Or a little bit taller than him. Like, so, like, she... His... His mother must be tall, I'm imagining. You know? For storyline purposes, they need to bring in Kurt Angle. They need to bring in Jason Jordan's real mother, Right? Right? Bring in Jason Jordan's real mother. Have it be Kamala with a wig. That's terrible, Kevin. It's terrible. You can't say shit like that, Kevin. Yes, I can, Kevin. It's my podcast. I can say whatever the fuck I want. Fuck. I was kidding about the Kamala in the wig. Please, any complaints about this podcast, please send it to GW Foley. Because. Just because. Not me. Don't... don't. Follow me on Twitter and complain about my comment about Jason Jordan's mother being Kamala in a wig. When a Kamala's dead, I think, actually. So that just makes the whole thing worse. <laughs> the whole thing worse. Oh, shit. Alright. Um. Yeah, so I don't like it. I thought it was dumb, stupid. I have no interest in this. Because I can see where this is going. Jason Jordan's going to get a world title match. He's going to become the champion. And it's going to be a, a, a interest, you know, conflict of interest. Or some stupid shit like that. Or what they should do. Actually, no. No. I'm not going to play the, here's what they should do story. I hate doing that. Because I, I do it in my head and it sucks. And I try not to listen to... The booker in my head who's trying to book these storylines. I just want to watch the show and see what happens. But I saw what happened Monday and I thought it was stupid. Because I can see where they're going to go with this. And where they're going to go with this is just fucking ridiculous. But I'm trying not to think about where they're going to go with this. But they're going to fucking go with it and it's going to be fucking stupid. So what the fuck? So yeah, that's what's pissing you off off with the WWE right now. Yeah, okay. Um time for the, uh, the the what I think is a lot of people's favorite segment of the show now. It's um it's what pisses you off. Uh I had a lot of responses last week when I posted on my Facebook page what pisses you off. So I'm going to um I, I'm going to use quite a few of them. A lot of them sucked, and I will not be using them. Um, but I saw one today that kind of caught my eye. Mostly because I have no idea what it is he's fucking talking about. 
And those always seem to be the best ones to do what pisses you off for. Um, it comes from Damien Hirschberger. Damien and I are Facebook friends. I'm not really sure why. I think he's a comedian. Damien, if we've never met, um, the next time you see me, please introduce yourself. Because I have no idea who the fuck you are, but, um, I think you're a comedian in Burlington. I don't know who the fuck you are, so just let me know who the fuck you are, and, um, we'll talk. But, Damien, um, my good friend Damien, who I don't know, um, said, uh, and I'm sort of paraphrasing here, fighting hipsters for avocados at Trader Joe's on Sunday afternoon. Then he wrote, hashtag stay woke. First of all, I have no idea what this stay woke thing is. Max, Max, if you're listening to the podcast, if you can send me a Facebook message and tell me what stay woke means, I'd appreciate it. Considering you're my guy that knows all these stupid fucking phrases. So yeah, whatever the fuck stay woke means. So like, yeah, Damien had that thing about fighting hipsters for avocados at Trader Joe's on Sunday afternoon. Here we go. I fucking hate when I go to Trader Joe's on a Sunday afternoon when I need to get my my weekly avocado allowance. You know, because everybody should have an avocado. I mean, we can't have guacamole without avocados. Even though guacamole, I, I'll never have guacamole. It's just fucking green and disgusting, and I want nothing to do with it. Anyway, I really fucking hate when I'm trying to pick out some avocados, but all these goddamn stupid hipster douchebags show up and just grab all the good avocados. And, like, I want to just... I, I find myself fighting with goddamn hipsters about avocados. And, like, I want to beat these people with a goddamn avocado and make some guacamole there on their face. Stupid fucking hipsters stealing my avocados. Like, I see a nice avocado that I want to have, and this stupid asshole grabs it from me before I have a chance, you stupid hipsters and your stupid-looking hats and your skinny jeans. Wear some jeans that are loose, for crying out loud. What the fuck is wrong with you? Damien, if that was good enough, please let me know. And also, once again, please introduce yourself, because I don't know if we've ever met before. Or maybe we did met, but you ne- meet, but you never told me your name. So please, this is your assignment. If you listen to the podcast, if you're really listening to the podcast, talk to me. I'll be in Burlington sometime or whatever. I don't know. Or a Facebook message. I don't know who the fuck you are, but apparently we're Facebook French, which is fine. Okay, so yeah, that was what pisses you off, and that was... um. That was a good one. I felt good about that one. I don't think I broke a rib this time. But still, I thought it was good. And it went well. Um, so, let's do upcoming shows. Um, I still have quite a few. I think I have Bullshitting with Britain on July 29th. Then I have the Crosby Kenyon Tribute Show at August on August 4th. And then there's Comedy Thunderdome on August 5th. And then there's another out, Vermont Comedy Outlaws show. 
on August 18th. Why aren't I telling you where any of these places are, where anything is? Because it's all at my favorite comedy club in Vermont, the Marquee Theater in Middlebury. I'm actually going there tomorrow for a show that I'm not going to tell you about because this podcast is probably going to go out afterwards. So why should I fucking tell you about it? But, um, yeah. So, yeah, they're all happening at the Marquee Theater in Middlebury, Vermont, the home of the Vermont Comedy Outlaws. And my home-based theater, apparently. My home-based comedy club. Even though it's like an hour and a half away, or two hours, depending on how far, which road I take to get there. So, yeah, um, follow the Facebook page. Like the Facebook page for the McTaggart Attack podcast. Um, I have 136 likes. You 136 likers better fucking listen to the podcast every goddamn week. And listen to it three or four times on three different avenues. Alright? That's your goddamn assignment. Follow me on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter. Follow Mexico Media on Twitter. Um, they have over 4,400 followers on Twitter now. At Mexico Media. Mexico Media is the media group channel. Media um, place. Network. The network. The media network. That, uh puts out the Mctaggart Attack podcast almost every week when I have one to put out. Um, also, follow me on Twitter at KevMct. I have 57,000 followers now. kind of going slow with it, but I'm still working on it. Anyway, that's enough of the podcast for this week. Um, talk to you all next week with number 37. Um, until then, Bye.